All the thoughts and ideas you hear on the show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We're just two guys having a good time talking about food. Enjoy the show. All right, Tasty 219, episode number eight. My name is Larry. With me, as always, is my co-host, Greg. Hello, Greg. Good evening. Six days until Christmas. Six days until Christmas. Do you have all your shopping done? I have two things left to get. Very good. Very good. So, yeah, I'm doing okay. Nice. How about you? I'm probably 95% done. Yeah, so about the same boat. Yeah, just got to pick up a few odds and ends to finish it out and make it even for everyone on my list. Fair. Yeah. How are we doing on soup? Uh, We're 15, 16 soups in. (laughs) Ha-ha, if you know, Uh, you know. Like I said, um, I I thought I had my first... um, you know, my top five, and then we keep trying one, and we're like, oh, this one's really good. And I keep thinking, where am I going to fit this in? Who's going to drop out? And Yeah, uh, but I still think we're going to have to keep it a five, no matter what. I think we have to do it's five. It's just going to be a little harder than I had anticipated. Yeah, I've got a lot of people right there at that four or five honorable mention spot, for sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to come down to reviewing my notes and that type of thing. Right on. So uh, last week we had discussed the next two episodes are going to be either your favorite Northwest Indiana restaurant or mine. Right. So this week we went to mine. And before we get into that, we have some beer to try. That's what we do. So what do you got? Um, We went to Viking R's and Ales like we do for everything. Well, the ones that are around here. Uh, to be fair, we've, yeah, we've tried no, There's a lot of breweries around here. Yeah. We've only drank, as far as stuff on the show, uh, we've only done yeah. Vikings for what's around here. It's convenient because it's close to both of our works. That's true, and it's awesome. So tonight I have an Indiana Weiss, and this one is brewed with watermelon hard candy. <coughs> it's a beautiful pink-orange color. So nice, and it looks like a punch almost. And let me try it. Cool. That is a nice color. Do do you like it? I don't like this at all. Aw. It doesn't taste like watermelon to me. No. Do you want to try it? I've had that before there, actually. Okay. I I definitely taste watermelon candy in it. Yeah. Also, if you go there and you get a beer off the tap and you get a bottle of it, and they don't taste the same. They taste different there. I beg to differ. I think they taste better there. Yeah. That's just me, though. Yeah. You know, whatever. They bottle their own beer, so it's coming out of the same tap or keg or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah. So what did you pick tonight? I got a 450. I was just going to say, I'm sure it's a 450 North beer. It always is. It's my favorite (laughs) beer. Uh, I have a Slushy World XXXL. It's a triple berry cheesecake beer. It's got a... It looks like an old Mario type of situation on like... Yeah, I can see that from here. Like when you're playing Mario and like there's the little track and the dots where it takes you to like each level. I don't know if you're super familiar with that, but that's what it looks like. Um, And there's some bombs and some, it almost looks like little poops. I know it's not. I don't know what this is, Hmm. but that and uh, for whatever reason, there's pot leaves on it and some slices of cheesecake. Hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a try. It tastes like the last couple of 450 North beers I've had. Real creamy and fruity and slushy and uh, great. They're 
absolutely great. I feel like this one tastes a little bit better from the taste that you let me have. Oh, yeah? The other ones, I agree with you. For a while there, they were all tasting the same. But this one is a little more mellower on my palate, so I kind of like that. I get a lot of tartness out of this, actually. So, okay. you know, whatever. Cool. Yeah. So, anyway, let's move on to dinner. Dinner. We went to Proveco or Provecho. I'm honestly not 100% sure how to pronounce it. I'm pretty sure it's Proveco. Okay, well, we went there. Yeah. Um, it's very close by to where I live. Um, I've been there a good handful of times, and I've never had anything there that I didn't absolutely love. It's a fantastic place, so that's why I picked it for mine. Well, let me say this. I was... I was I had no idea what you were going to pick. And when you told me Proveco, I thought to myself, you know what? Proveco could very well be my number one choice for this um sure. these episodes that we're doing. And you just have to come down to making a choice. And I I chose a different restaurant, but Proveco is a solid number two choice for me. Absolutely. Very cool. Yes. It's a great place. It is. It is very nice. So uh, we started with, obviously, a couple of drinks. Do you want to say what yours was? Sure. I had um, a cocktail that was called Black and Gold. It was tequila reposado with pineapple, guava, lemon, garam masala, and habanero bitters. Uh, it was served in a beautiful glass with a half slice of pineapple, and it had, um, I don't know if you call the pineapple the green part on it, leaves or uh, stems or whatever, but it had two of those stuck in the glass, and it was really visually appealing. It was a very pretty drink. And um, uh, on their website, they they uh, promote that they have expertly handcrafted drinks, and they're made with the finest of spirits and custom in-house mixtures. Very like, cool. Like simple syrups and that type of thing, I'm guessing. Oh, sure. Uh, you could tell uh, all the cocktails that were coming from the bar were uh, visually stunning. And when I tasted this, this drink is up my alley. It's not too sweet, not too bitter, and... Um, the drink lasted me my whole dinner. It was very, very good. Cool. Yeah. Good. It did look really, really awesome. It was very pretty. There's pictures of it on our stuff. If you've seen it, you know. Yeah. And if you haven't, you can go look. And now what did you have to drink? My first drink was called a papacito. I think that's how you say it. Um, It was uh, a green tea-infused uh, white tequila with uh, passion fruit, lemon, blueberry, and cayenne, I think. Um, it was very sweet. Um, it had a lot of tartness to it and it was absolutely delicious. And there was a big honking slice of, uh, grapefruit on it, which I thought might've been blood orange because it was so dark. It was, but, uh, I took a bite of it and it was super sharp and it was definitely grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. You can't mistake that for anything. Your drink was super tart. I don't know if I could have drank that. Oh, I could. I loved it. Yeah. And uh, after that, I also had a drink called um, Crime of Passion, which is like a mezcal, really smoky uh, type of tequila with passion fruit, lime, and uh, 
some kind of Verde something. Um, starts with a Y. I actually don't remember the word itself. Um, and so I was garnished with cilantro and it had a salty rim. And it was like, I read the description and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds awesome. And I got it and it was, I knew it was going to be smoky because of the mezcal. And because that's just what that is. It's a really, really smoky liquor. But uh, this drink was insanely spicy. But uh, I did, I did very much enjoy it and I did drink the whole thing. But uh, it definitely hurt. And it didn't hurt in the way like that tequila normally hurts when you drink it. It hurt the, like the way like it was like on fire. Yeah, it, it was, was wild, very spicy. Man. You appreciated the the smokiness at the end to kind of temper that a little bit. Definitely. So let, we're kind of skipping around from our usual format. Let's go to our first impressions of when we walked oh, in God, and, and that, right. that type of thing. Um, I mean, it can't necessarily really be a first impression because it was neither of our first times there. It still is. It's different every time. True. Um, it's um the lighting in there is pretty mellow. Um, the exterior is really pretty and modern and clean. Um, the decor in there is really pretty modern and clean. Um, the lighting, like I said, isn't super in your face. Um, I like how the booth and like the long bench along the wall has like that really big overstuffed like leather. Um, with like the pins, I don't know, tufts. It's yeah. like tufted leather. Just really, really, really pretty. Yeah. I like all of that very much. Yeah, I love the beautiful black and the wood and the browns. It was really comforting. Um, I appreciated the white Christmas lights that were hanging around, and they yes. were, they they weren't just thrown up. They were they were tastefully displayed. Um, throughout dinner, there was uh, Christmas music piped in that put everyone in the mood i appreciated the real napkins when we sat down and they were uniquely tied in this like knot format that i had yes. never seen napkins it was very pretty yeah i've never seen napkins folded like that before it was really really nice um um, the f- and we talked about what those placemats were made out of. Uh, I called them fancy like, gray hey, like, placemats. What do you figure this is? And you just go, fancy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant that because it wasn't paper or sure, vinyl or like throwaway. They were real, real, real it placemats. It's really neat, though. Yeah, yeah. So that was really nice. True, I agree. Yeah. And then um, we were greeted by our server and... She, our server was Arlie, and she immediately came over with a big carafe of water that was pretty. It yeah, had true. that pretty uh, ball shaped top on it and the glasses. And then she immediately asked us if we wanted our drinks, and we ordered our drinks, and she brought them right away. Those drinks came out, like, considering the amount of time that probably goes into making those drinks. Right. They come out super quick and they were hopping in there. They had a 30 top right in the front. They, like, were, they were really, there was busy. a lot going on. Um, we talk about timing of servers bringing out the food and that type of thing before. And I, I felt like I really enjoyed this experience. I mean, when we, when we got up from the table, you said, Oh my God, we've been here two hours, but it didn't seem like, no, that. it didn't because it's not like a, a place you go, you eat, you get out. Like it's 
how do I explain? It's more of an experience. Like there's different stuff coming out at different times and it's right. And it's substantially more fine dining than we normally do. Yeah. And what I love about this place is they, they, um, excel in small plates. Like you can, their menu is very, uh, varied. I mean, you can pick like, five different things and share them with your table and you you would be happy with that you don't True. necessarily have to get the you know the big dinner if you don't want to i'll take that yeah yeah and we did do that we well, I mean, did. we had dinners but we also shared a lot of it we did prior to that. we sh- we shared an app and we shared the salad and the soup so let's talk about the app so th- we ordered something very unique I have never seen it on a menu before. I've seen it on menus a handful of times. It's just not something we've ever done. Yeah. But we did do it today, and I was very excited about it. Right. And it reminds me of the days when my kids were growing up, and we would make round steak and rice. And the round steak always comes with that circle bone. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's got the marrow in the middle. And my four boys would fight over that marrow. Really? They would. And... um so, yeah, we ended up having the bone marrow appetizer, and it was wood-fired bone marrow, and it was served with this beet jam and toast points. Now, it sounds yes. like an odd combination. It does on paper, but everything together, yeah, great. It, like, was, it looked like it was just one massive bone split down the middle. and uh, It looks like something Fred Flintstone would have ate. It's true, because it was just <laughs> a giant bone. Yeah. Um, the marrow was super accessible, really easy to get out with, like, a little spoon. The The toast points that it went on were, I, I know it's just toast, like, how fancy yeah. can you get with toast, but it was ridiculously good toast. Yeah. I think we could have had more toast to go, because we got served a lot of the beet jam. Yeah, beet jam was, there's so much of the beet jam. It was. I mean, we could have shared with three other tables with the jam. Easily. And, and I I'm actually not crazy about beets, and that beet jam was good. You aren't crazy about beets. Not beets are gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I noticed the table next to us, they ordered the bone marrow, too. So, yeah, it was it was good. It was very good. Cool. And then from there, we moved on, and we got uh, roasted butternut soup. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this might actually be the best things that I had tonight. This might be one of the best things we've ever talked about on this show. That might be true. So we got this butternut squash soup and we shared it. And this was the most visually stunning thing that they brought out to us. It was drizzled with that crema and that pumpkin oil. Mm-hmm. And it almost, that crema almost looked like a lace pattern. It was so pretty. It was so, so pretty. And um, it was served with those pepitas. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, those are pumpkin seeds, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that sunflower? It's either pumpkin or sunflower. It's some kind of seeds. I, I want to say pumpkin. But the, the bowl was big enough to share, which we did. And, um, we both tasted it, and it was so thick and flavorful, decadent. Yes. Uh, you could taste that pumpkin oil. And I said to, to Larry, I said, you know, you could almost chill this and have it as a dessert. 
because it kind of tasted like pumpkin pie. Oh, definitely, me. yes. Yeah, I could, if that was cold and drizzled over ice cream, that would be good huh. too. Huh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I kind of hogged the, the soup. Do you have anything you want to add I, about that? I wouldn't that? say you hogged the soup. Um, no, it was visually gorgeous. It was delicious. Well, I didn't mean hogged as in eating it. I meant hogged about talking it. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Um, I mean, no, you kind of covered every base there. You did okay. fine. That's, well, that was I'll great. Let, I'll let you talk about the salad first, then. Well, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about the salad. Um, you are a big fan of beets. I love beets. And uh, I don't particularly. Right. But uh, we when we went to fish camp, you were down to order order oysters. So I'm like, you know what? I'll be cool. Let's get beets. Yeah. Like, well, that's compromised there. Let's try it out. Well, that was very nice of you. And uh, I liked every part of the salad very, very, very much. The dressing and like all the leafy green stuff and like the, the pickled onions and everything else that was on it was all delicious. Right. And I tried a giant, giant slice of beet. And I'm like, yep, nope, not for me. So you had all the beets. <laughs> I did. But I did I did try. Right. And it's still... Not, not, not for me. And what we ordered was uh, called a fire roasted beet salad. It had uh, those beets. It had a, a special lettuce that they called gem lettuce, and I really liked it. It was it looks like giant like, spinach. It and it kind of had a spinachy taste to it too. No, but the leaves, seriously, like you could like cover your face with them. They were huge. Yeah, yeah. And it had onion, and it had that cumin spiced yogurt that I didn't think I would like, but I really, really enjoyed the the dressing. Oh, I would eat cumin anything. I love cumin. And it had cucumber and lemon and those spicy pepitas again. But the 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 selling point for the salad for me was how cold it was. It was it was the perfect temperature for a salad. Yeah. And it, everything tasted so fresh, and it was really, really, really good. Very cool. Yeah. So then we move on to the entrees. Entrees. What you wanted, you couldn't get. Yeah, that's one of the disappointing things I had tonight. I had two things that I wanted tonight, and the waitress came back, and she says, I'm sorry to tell you we're out. So, yeah, I originally wanted the uh, red snappers uh, topped with crab, but they were out of that. So I um, fell back on the filet mignon, and it was served with asparagus and carrot puree. Now, my filet was done perfectly the way I like it. There was no pink at all. Yeah, you say that, but then I gave you a taste, yeah, no, and you yeah, said it was I mean, the best right. steak you ever had. It was, it potentially, it was the best well-done steak I've ever had. Yeah. It potentially could have been the best steak I've ever had, but it was cooked to hell because you're nuts. It was good. I enjoyed my steak very, that's all that very counts. much. If yeah. you liked it, that's all that matters. Yep. But uh, your plate was gorgeous. Gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and I think I'll talk about that more when we talk about the sides but uh for the entree part the filet was perfectly done for me uh and it was well done even though they didn't butterfly it so yeah sure and what did you have i had a pork chop um not necessarily a big pork chop person but uh the farm that they get this pork chop from is just miles away and i'm like hey you know what 
I think that's really neat. I think that's props to you for I, I trying that. I think that's that. really cool that they get their pork chops so locally. I'm like, you know what? I love that. I got to know. So I'm on this farm's website reading about what they do and all this other stuff, and they seem so cool. And I'm like, you know what? I'm really glad that I'm getting this pork. I bet you it's going to be awesome. Um, and it was. The pork chop itself was giant and super thick. It was sitting on top of this really, really pretty bed of rice with this like uh, like turmeric adobo kind of sauce on it, and it was delicious. Um, it had a little bit of heat, but not too much, but just a really pretty prominent turmeric flavor to it on the rice. Um, you could taste a lot of smokiness in the pork itself. Like the bigger chunks that I would cut off the bone like almost fell apart and sort of tasted like pulled pork. Um, but yeah, it was really, really good. The plate itself was super, super pretty. And this farm actually grows a lot of hops for a lot of breweries around here. We just went to Burnham and where is Burnham? Michigan, Michigan City a couple weeks ago. And they do all their hops for them for the last couple of years. I thought that was really neat. So yeah, that, uh, that was a really cool thing to learn. Really interesting. Now I'll say that I really enjoyed my plate. However... When you compared your plate of food to my plate of food, mine looked like a portion that someone on Weight Watchers would have. It was very, very tiny portion. I had, and we're going into the sides now, I had the asparagus, and there were three asparagus spears. And I had this carrot puree, with the chili herbed butter, which was good, but I don't think there was more than one tablespoon on my plate, and it was drizzled all the way around the rim. Yeah, it's more of a visual thing, though. Well, it's it's a visual thing, but then when you look at your plate, and your plate was huge. Yeah, and but heaping. also I had a pork chop, and you had filet mignon. Like there's, that's not the same thing. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm comp- I'm talking about the whole plate. You had that all that rice, and true, you had true. that beautiful sauce underneath. And yeah, I was a little disappointed for the first time with that portion size. Uh, now I know the portions are smaller there because I had that fish before that was really good. So I'm not complaining about the quality of the food. Um, Fair. Yeah. It was, it was, it just didn't seem to be equal at all. I'll give you that. that, that and I wanted sense. more of that carrot puree is what I wanted. It is good. I've had it before and it is very good. Yeah. So, and your sides were again? The rice. That rice. Just the rice. Yeah. And then, but you had a lot of sauce. I had a lot of sauce. I had a lot of rice too. And I had a lot of pork. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a pretty substantial meal. So then we go on to our dessert. Ooh. And they had a fancy, uh, they call it crema catalana. And it, it sounded like a Latin creme brulee. So, sure of did. course, I ordered that. <laughs> but nope, they were out. And I settled for a papaya pear sorbet, which was delightful. You don't find pear sorbet very often, and it was refreshing and good. Just what I wanted at the end of a meal. Cool. Um, I had a 
bag of churros. Like, I know it sounds crazy to say bag of churros, but it straight up came out in a brown paper bag. The server shook it up and dumped them into this huge bowl right there. And uh, there was this chocolate sauce and this mango puree kind of stuff to dip them in. Um, Cinnamon and and churros and mango together is something I'm not super crazy about. I didn't really prefer that, but I ate as much of that chocolate stuff as I could. And then when the churros were gone, I ate the rest of it with my finger like a psycho. And it was awesome. And I enjoyed the the mango puree. It kind of freshened that heaviness of a churro up. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. I, it's not something that I would pick or, or think that I would enjoy, but I really, really did. Well, good. Yeah. Well, where does that bring us now? So that ended our meal. That ended our meal. And any, I guess we should say where we went again. We went to Perveco Latin Provisions, and that's at 110 South Main Street in Crown Point, and it's on the east side of the square. Correct. Their website is www.provecocp.com. It's a Latin American and Spanish culinary experience. They are closed on Mondays. They're open on Tuesdays through Thursdays from 4 to 9, Fridays 4 to 10, Saturdays 11 to 10, and Sundays 11 to 8. Uh, in In the... Summer months, they have an outdoor patio. Their patio is awesome, too. It is. And I don't know how to describe this, so help me out. They got that that seating that's like around a uh, fire pit grill. Would it's you? like a weird, super modern, artsy-looking fire thing. I don't or really maybe know how an to outdoor, either. Outdoor stove, maybe? Do they do food on it? I don't know. It's it's got that fire that comes up. Yeah, it's like this weird fire that like looks like it's coming out of rocks. Like it's and people sit around it yeah. with, on tables, but it's neat. And then in, in the, the fall, it's really cool. Yeah, and then in the winter months, they brought in those igloos that you yeah. see that are popular, and you can go out there. I think you have to rent those, and then you can have your uh, dining experience in those. Yeah, but so, that was probably awesome. I love those. Yeah, so that that was neat. Definitely. Something that I did want to mention, too. Well, I guess I'll save that for um, um, my favorite restaurant. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So then I don't know. Do you want to take a break and go on to scoring, or do you want to just go into scoring? Um, well, do you take a couple minutes. Okay. That's totally fine. I'm all right with that. All right. Sounds all right, good. Well, uh, we'll see you in a few. All right. All right, we are back. How was your break? Break was really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool, man. Well, you want to start scoring this place? Sure. All right. And again, we went to uh, Proveco Latin Provisions in Crown Point, Indiana, on the square. Um, And our first category that we score on is ambiance, setting, and mood. And you can kick us off this week. I'm giving him a five there. I love the inside of that place very, very much. Everything about it. It's mellow looking. It's pretty. It's inviting. It's warm. It's it's perfect in there. It's exactly what you want to see. When you walk in, you can see a lot of the back of house and their kitchen looks absolutely insane. I love all the cool lighting behind the bottles at the bar. Everything. It's great. 
I have to agree with you. When you walk in there and you see them cooking in the back, it's a professional kitchen. They have the white coats on and the chef hats on, and it is refreshing. A lot of times I don't like to see them preparing my food, but this was this was a nice um, atmosphere when you walked in and you saw that. And then to the right, you saw the igloos outside on the patio, and then we walked into the the section with the bar. And, and yes, it's, it's so inviting and um, just a place that you want to be at. Definitely. Yeah. So for my ambiance setting and mood, um, I, I noted that uh, it was decorated nicely in those blacks and browns. Um, I, I thought it was a bit noisy at times. Like everyone was talking so loud and carrying on. You couldn't. Well, there was like a big like party of 30 right in the front. Having like I think like a company Christmas party or something like that. Yeah, but we still had that wall between us. Um, I don't know. It just it it just didn't seem like a place where I would want to go if I wanted to have a conversation with somebody. Really, fair enough. Yeah, it reminds me. I don't know if you've ever been to the Dish in Valpo. I don't know if I ever have either. Their food is excellent too, but it is so loud there you really can't enjoy the fine dining experience. Fair. So yeah. Um, so for that, I'm going to give them a four and a half on the ambiance, okay. setting, and mood. Sure. And from there, we move on to value. Sure. And I'll go first here. Um, and I have in my notes the value may not be there for some people. If if you're if you're accustomed to going to high-end restaurants, I think you're more apt to um, expect a smaller serving and sure, plate, plate sure. setting. But I go back to my entree. If you're in a restaurant like that for the first time and that came to your table, you might not think the value is there. Sure. So for value, I give Proveco a four. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go four and a half here. Um, it's definitely, you're at a place like this, you're going quality over quantity. A thousand percent. You're not going to get massive amounts of food and you're not going to pig out and feel like trash when you leave, but you're going to eat something decently high end that had a lot of thought and science and heart in it. And the value is definitely there. If you're not looking to just fill up on food and you're looking to experience an actual meal, I think you expressed that a lot better than I did. Oh, thank you, you. you hit all the the points that I wanted to say and sure. didn't quite get out. So okay. yeah, that that's, that's why kinda, we do this together. That's kind of where I was at too on that. Cool. So then we go to service. Sure, I'm gonna give her a four point five just because of. I would have given her a five, but they were out of what you wanted. And I feel like that could have been something that they brought up right away. But at the same time, that party of 30 may have had something to do with that. And she might not have known that. So I'm still going to go 4.5. But yeah, she was awesome. She was super friendly. She was really kind. Uh, She laughed at all the stupid stuff I said. It was great. Yeah, um, I'm going with a five on on service there. I thought she was um, 
she was excellent. She was super friendly. She wasn't in our face at all. She brought out the the stuff in a timely manner. They did have support staff that brought us out our food, so it wasn't back there getting cold and if she was busy. Yeah. She visited our tables to ask how everything was going, if we enjoyed everything. Yep. Everything was courteous and respectful to us as customers. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed her service, and um, I give give her a five. Very cool. So then we go to presentation, and I think it's my turn to go first on presentation. Um, it's definitely a five. Yeah. They have, they have the art of food presentation down to a science. Everything was stunning. I go back to that butternut squash soup. And if you see this picture uh, on Instagram or our Facebook story, you'll understand. It was just as bit of, as delicious as it was beautiful to look at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. When she brought it out, like, I almost didn't want to move the spoon in it because I'm like, ooh, it, this isn't going to look like this. Right. But then, like, the consistency of the soup, it almost kind of stayed looking pretty for a while it was real weird it was so <laughs> thick and satisfying and tasty it was and great it, it and was also so the the quality and like i don't know the word i want to use but uh that soup makes me not want to eat lemon rice for a while because <laughs> i'll eat it and be like yeah who gives like who cares this is not this is nothing. Yeah, this was Get a this very, very decadent soup for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And did you give us your presentation Oh, yeah, score? five. I wish I could give him a six. <laughs> Everything is so beautiful there. So beautiful. Yeah. Where does that take us next? It takes us to our last and biggest score, and that's quality and taste. Which uh, we do this one out of ten. Correct. Uh, I'm going to go nine here. Okay. Everything is... So ridiculously good here. Um, it's it's hard to think of anything I would not give them a 10 on. I just gave out a perfect score last week, so I don't want to be known for giving out perfect scores. Um, but man. No, no, so what? Screw it. Nine and a half. They deserve it. They deserve a 30 here. Um, that's why it's my favorite place, because it's, perfect and wonderful and great and it's not just a restaurant you're going to go and have dinner at you're experiencing actual art and passion and it's a really amazing place to be absolutely i totally agree with that and my score and i don't think i've given a perfect 10 on quality and taste this since we've started doing this podcast and i'm giving proveco a 10 every bite that I took from beginning to end. You've never given a 10 on this. I have not. Every bite that I had was delicious and you could taste the quality from the coldness of the salad to the creaminess of the soup and the refreshing dessert that I had. Even my steak was done perfectly the way that I wanted it. So they deserve every bit of a 10 from me. Thousand percent. So when you add up my scores, this is going to be the highest score that I've given to date, and that's a 28.5. And when you divide that by six, my score for Proveco Latin Provisions in Crown Point is a 4.8. Uh, well, when you add up my score, it is also 
a 28.5. So <laughs> we are on the exact same page for numbers wise anyway. Yeah. Reasoning is a little bit different. But yeah, sure. so uh, I gave them a 4.8 as well, yeah. which is uh, damn near a five. So good for y'all. That, yeah. That's why you're my favorite restaurant. Yeah, and like I said, it could very well have been my favorite restaurant, too. It's just a matter of picking one restaurant over another, and I, I went a different way. But I was pleasantly surprised when you picked Proveco tonight. Good. I'm very interested to see where you go. Uh, I do have a hunch of where you're picking. I'm not positive, but uh, I do think I know where it is. And uh, if I am right, I'm excited about that because I also love this place. <laughs> so cool. Very good. Very good. I could very well be wrong, though, and we can go somewhere and be like, what is this? Why, right. why? This is your favorite place? What's wrong with you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, is that all we got for today? It is. I just want to wish all of our listeners a very merry and safe Christmas and holiday season. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next time on Tasty 219. Have a nice Christmas or whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. And uh, enjoy some food or don't. Do whatever you want. That's totally cool. That's what we're all about, enjoying good food. That's what we do. And then we talk about it. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you guys listen to it. So that's that's pretty cool, too. So thanks for that. We love you all. Take it easy. Bye.